show filled with epicness, insight, and comedy rages. Welcome to We Love That Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Love That Podcast. My name is Paxton Pritchett, along with Adam Helderman and Garrett Burke. We're great to be here for another episode, and it's in fact a very special episode because it is our finale of season one. Making it the most important episode. That's right. Because, let's face it, we love that finale. That's right. Finales are always the best. Like, you look at Man- Mando, the two finales were both spectacular. Don't forget Mando. Go straight to Lord of the Rings. And oh, yeah, I Star forgot about Wars movies. Wait, 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 that's episode nine. Episode, are you I, saying episode I, I nine's the greatest? No, no, I was referring to episode six, Return of the Jedi as the true definitive end of Star Wars. But that's a, that's a discussion for another day. But like Lord of the Rings. Endgame. Endgame was kind of a finale. Dark Knight Rises. Freaking Endgame. I mean, you've got a lot of just money. The Death Cure. I know it gets a lot of crap. But, you know, Maze right. Runner Death Cure was legit. I'll tell you what was the one that wasn't the case. And if we're going to be like this series, then we're screwed. And that is the Hunger Games. Hunger Games mm. 1 is like the only really good one in that series. Uh, Why? Well, never mind. You said the only... The, the first That's one, not even good. The first one's good or pretty it's good. Not. Yes, it is. Mockingjay Part 2 was crap. It was. Mockingjay Part 1 was the worst thing ever. Really? The whole movie's just build up. <laughs> wow. And this just got quiet real quickly. But anyways, yes, this is... literally just... I hate that series. So you hate the series? It's anyway, here it's on the Podcast... Anyway, yeah. Finales are a part of our... Childhood. That's we, right. we, we hate we, that series. We, we love we love that finale, and, and, and I, I'm I'm excited because finales oh, have oh, to be my oh. favorite thing since sliced and bread. So this, this I'm, is, I'm looking forward to this episode. This is where I disagree with that uh, part. Uh, give that Garrett. This is Garrett, where I disagree because yeah. I'm always a first movie person. I mean, I love like superhero movies. I like the origin stories usually better than their finales. I like Spider-Man one better than Spider-Man three, but then again, who doesn't? I like uh, uh, Lord of the Rings one better than Lord of the Rings three. Sorry, The Hobbit one better than Hobbit three. Ep- maybe Episode four better than Episode six. I don't know. Star Wars. Yeah. So, anyways, we are at the finale of season one, and throughout this whole series, we have had the privilege to take a journey all together through many cinematic universes. We began off with DCEU, the DC Extended Universe. Then we went through, we went to Spunk, and we talked about, yeah, Spunk, but Spunk was changed to Sony Spider-Man Universe, which is kind of, I think that's worse. That's just Marvel. That's worse, right, Gary? Or is it not worse? Sony's just having a hard time figuring out their identity for superhero it fans right now. So the, the the more time they spend devoting to how they're going to identify themselves as a superhero universe studio, the better because they need to work on their branding. And as we all know, we've talked about what is a cinematic universe here on We Love That podcast. Is it more than just a film series? It's like yeah, it's very yeah, it's very much like multiple movies that all cross over together. But really, what a, what a cinematic universe is... I think you know, either I heard ...is it what we're going to talk about today, which is the Marvel right. Cinematic Universe. The the universe that started all other universes. Why talk about counterfeits when you can talk about the real deal? Yeah, let's get let's get real today on We I that agree. podcast. <laughs> and that is, that's right. Paxton, unless you're making counterfeits. That's right. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. 
<laughs> so, uh, as for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this is the perfect cinematic universe to talk about for a finale because it is, in fact, basically the perfect cinematic universe. You know, cinematic universes are films with multiple different spin-offs all tying together. It's not one linear series. And this is better than them all. Whenever Marvel did this independently, they didn't do this being owned by someone White else. Paxton. This is just them wanting to do it. Question. One second. Until, and, until Mickey Mouse saw the dollar signs yes, the, and, off the horizon, and he just had to have it. He just had to have it. <laughs> so, yeah. Good impression. And so, uh, yeah. So the Marvel Cinematic Universe started, and it started with the movie Iron Man. And then they added other yeah. heroes like Captain America and And basically, they all come together for movies called the Avengers films. And they have sweeped the nation. Oh, boy! Yeah, for real. They have sweeped the nation and people have fallen in love with them. And today, we're just here to just kind of celebrate the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So to do that, we're just going to first talk about... We, we covered what is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that is Marvel's film series where they try to bring everything in the Marvel Universe together. It's like they're trying to make everything Marvel be under one roof because you used to have Spider-Man movies having nothing to do with the X-Men movies, having nothing to do with those crappy like uh, Doctor Strange movie from the 70s and yeah, weird stuff. We hate those movies. And But now they tried to make them all be in the same universe where they cross over with amazing crossovers like the Avengers and Captain America Civil War. It's phenomenal. If you want to go through a cinematic journey, just ask for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's really good. Stop it. What? Everyone knows that the stuff Marvel Cinematic Universe is faction because you're like, you're basically saying, what is air? Yes. What is? You basically you you said um, it's really good and um, that's kind of dumb because it feels like you know what I mean. Well, I'm fixing to deep dive into the the essence of it. That's right. Yes, Russo's. Kevin Feige's the visionary behind it. Downey Russo Jr., brothers, Johansson, yes. Evans. Yes. Uh, Ed Norton. make it epic. Uh, well, no, Ed Norton did not do anything for it. Yes, he did. The Incredible Hulk's basically decanon, in my opinion. I know, but still. I have no idea what you're talking about, but yes. The original Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. So, the Marvel confused. Cinematic have, Universe. To be honest, I have no idea what. Not that Mark Ruffalo guy that nobody likes. Who's in most no. of the films. Nobody likes him. <laughs> I had someone complaining about that when you said that last time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I so disagree. Mark Ruffalo is so much better. Ruffalo is the worst. Ed Norton is an Oscar winner, for crying out loud. So as for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, one thing really cool is that, unlike these other Cinematic Universes, like Star Wars, Star Wars' spin-off films aren't telling a singular story going forward, like chronologically, continuity. But the Marvel Universe overall, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is telling a story that is continuing. Every movie builds on to this big epic mythology. In fact, I've heard someone say that the closest thing today to Greek mythology is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. Because yeah. just the way that all these different people are writing their own parts of this bigger universe. Not to mention it's kind of like modern, or a modern mythology because we have humans with super strengths and superpowers like in the old mythologies. So, as for the MCU, it tells this epic story. It's one story. It's basically a TV show of movies, like a 22-plus episode series, but made up of two-hour-long movies. And just like how movie series have seasons and, and podcasts, 
<laughs> season finale. Uh, so the Marvel Cinematic Universe also is in phases. It's in different, like part one, part two, and part three, and now part four. They're called phases. So phase one is where all the heroes kind of, a lot of them get their origin stories, like Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. And then they come together for this film called The Avengers, which is where they superhero team up. Then you got phase two, which introduces over all these infinity stones, these super powerful things. The Avengers have to team up again. Then you get to phase three until finally at the end of phase three, you have this humongous fight, right? Is that kind of a... Yeah, way to, to say it, called the end yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, there are a few exceptions as far as, especially Phase 2. I mean, I think of installments like Captain America and the Winter Soldier and Iron Man 2 and or Iron Man 3. You know, they didn't really reveal the Infinity Stones, but there were other installments. Right. Brand new superheroes that, Ant-Man, I, yeah. I point to Ant-Man because oh, Ant-Man revealed the Pit Particle, like, yeah. which happens to be the, the foundation of... The whole Endgame. premise of, of Endgame's plot is revolved around, really, the Pym Particle. So, you that know. is part of the reason why Endgame's so good. He can pretty much. Yeah. And now... And I, was, and I was literally thinking the other day, right before, like, they had the whole, um, you know, the whole Hank Pym's, like, evil and what if. Yeah. And I was like, I literally remembered that. And I was like, wait a minute. That happened. Did you did you watch that what if episode? No, I saw it on YouTube. Oh, and I was it's like, so good. Wait a minute, that happened. And then I saw it on YouTube and I was like, hey, I was just thinking about that the other day. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, phase three, all of these films, like all 20 plus films in phases one, two, and three are building up to this epic climactic event that people have been waiting for since 2008, basically, called Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. And it is so ridiculously awesome. One of the best team up films ever made, right, Gary? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. And it include it brings in one of the greatest superhero villains of all time, supervillains of all time, Thanos. And, you know, Marvel, one of the downsides of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that people say the villains are just flat. And they are. And yeah, Most they are. They are. Most of them are very flat, cliche. I love how honest Dime a dozen. Yeah. I love how honest Tyler says is that they say a hero is only as great as his villain. And thank goodness that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> so as for, as for the MCU, I'd like for us to now go on to a little dumb. bit of a celebration and talking about the film. So what is all of y'all's favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe movie? Endgame. Why so, Gary? Because I'm a sucker for finales. And Endgame is... Okay, full disclosure... Yes. I'm going to go into a 16-minute speech. Do it. Okay. Do it. That makes your episode even longer. Okay. So I'll just be drinking my coffee. He'll just be sipping his coffee. And With hot chocolate mix in it from a Keurig. Hardcore. Yeah. There's no creamer here. Very interesting choice. If there is, I, I just didn't have it. Anyway, so my favorite finale of all time is The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Boo! Don't you... I'm just kidding. Even. I just wanted to hear you. I'll throw you out of this room. <laughs> Which happens to be, in my humble opinion, and... You know, in some opinion. in some people's opinion as well, the greatest film of all time. I mean, you got eleven Oscars for that Joker. It only which is tied for the most of all time. And Titanic. The might of Titanic, yes. And Avatar. Avatar. I'm just ain't kidding. Got no Oscars. I'm, it does it have any, <laughs> it better have won special effects. It may have won special effects. I'll have to fact check afterwards. But anyway, Return of the King is just such a perfect film in every way. Avengers Endgame comes closest to Return of the King than any other finale that I've seen. 
And by that, you mean just in sheer epicness and conclusion? I mean that in a climactic, emotionally driven, well-executed, dramatic finale. So what would you call number three? Number three? Yeah, like the third best finale. Like first is is definitely Return of the King. Second is Endgame. Like obviously you wouldn't call it episode nine because you think that was very poorly. It wouldn't executed. be a Star Wars movie. Um, it would. It would probably probably be The Dark Knight Rises. That was um, well made. I, the ending, the I last five say, minutes are like, what the heck is going on? Yeah, That's beautiful. It was. It's probably The Dark Knight Rises. I mean, I love many more finales. There are others that I could point to. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean 3. That's a good I mean, one. You know, Bourne 3. Um, Jason Bourne 3. You know, I've, I'm just, I just love finales. And uh, Return of the King is just so perfect. And to see a movie execute itself so well and with so, so much force behind it that Endgame had, I say, yeah, Endgame is easily my favorite MCU film. So I agree that it's one of the greatest. It's not my personal favorite, but for me, if I was to say no, what I think is my favorite is better would be a lie because Endgame is like top three best MCU films. You know, it's really phenomenal. It's the finale. And one of the few times it actually is, it gives you all basically all the fan service you need. Yeah. The finale has all the superheroes in it. Ex yeah, except for the two that like, died beforehand. <laughs> One last thing about Endgame that made it so good, and I, what I respect that Kevin guy. Feige for, is his creative vision. Feige, you talking about? Feige, yeah. Zack Snyder of the MCU. Amen. Visionary. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Is that what he did was, you think about the scope of the MCU, 22 films. Oh, yeah. The scope and the, the source material that they had to pull Millions for of all of these superheroes and, and create films that were, you know, in, in the same continuity, in the same universe. Very when few it, contradictions. When it comes down to Endgame, oh, yes. I think Endgame did the truth you. is you're not going to be able to please everyone. But with, with, the, with the finale yeah. of a cinematic universe of this scope and of this... That's true. Of, of everyone so much, with their own opinions. So, yes, yeah, it's so much source material to draw on that so many of the fans are steeped in you're not going to please everybody. And I, I respect people's opinions that Endgame did some things that they don't agree with with some characters. Like Captain America. Um, you know, me personally, I love what they did with Captain America. I have to um, so disagree. Everyone has their own Everyone has their own opinion of it. And, you know, me personally, I, I liked what they did. I liked what they did with Iron Man, even though it was kind of predictable that they were going to kill him off. Spoiler I still thought that it was yet. a. I still thought that it was a pretty good character arc. Um, some people are going to disagree, and, and that's fine. You know, you're going to have disagreements. And but well, I then love again, that if they do do Secret Wars, don't they have to bring him back? You said do do. I guess you they kind of would. And hey, you multiverse would variants. Would they have and Loki? to? They, no, but wouldn't they? But still, they'd have to have this person who looks. The, I think that if they did Secret Wars or anything big, they might add a different. They'll just pop him from a different dimension. But he'd still have to look. It might be Robert Downey Jr. Still, yeah. Yeah, if he's like, if he's like, you know still I mean? young enough to play the role. He's in his fifties now. Ooh. So, Adam, what is your favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe movie? Um, Ant Man. Oh yes, my favorite too. Oh man, what what what, what do you like about it, Adam? 
It's comedy. Yes. So I I can probably speak for all three of us as being I am such a fan, such a sucker for action comedies. We just went to see Free Guy a couple of weeks ago. Yes. We reviewed it. That's a good action comedy. Then we've also got like Ant Man. Yes. Friendly Jester. Gesture. Gesture. Yeah. Not Jester. So, but yeah, an Ant Man to be. Gesture from a. Was it Gesture? I think it was. Gesture. From, from Devil May Cry? So, basically, <laughs> uh, Ant Man was like in my favorite and Adam's favorite MCU movie ever. And that's just because I love it's wholesome in the sense, not like it's 100% appropriate, but like it's a it's about family. It's about it's Ant a Man. family movie. Not like the, Deadpool. The, 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 yeah, that, that was exactly Ant-Man. what I was thinking. <laughs> that, that's exactly Vin what I was thinking when I said that. So Ant Man, I love how it's about a dad <laughs> trying to redeem himself for his daughter, <laughs> but yet it's also just so downright funny. We can all just agree that Louise is the best. Ant Man's trying to be like Joe. Sorry, I had to throw it. Joel Smallbone or Joel from the last, the last of Us, yeah. And then you also got the story. It's a heist movie. They're breaking into a building. It's just, it's just so good. <laughs> Michael Douglas. Yes, Michael Douglas. <laughs> we love Hank that actor. Yes. Hank Pym is such a great movie, and it's punching people in the noses. Uh, Hank Pym's friends, who what's their names? The one that's like from an Eastern European country, and Dave. I love when he said that. What? Their friend, Luis, Dave, and the other one. But he's not Hank Pym. No, no, no. We changed you said Hank we were talking Pym. about Hank Pym, yeah. We kind of changed We can edit that out in post. So, basically... Ant-Man's a comic. So it's funny how much you're messing up now at this point. That's what we do best. So, yeah, it's like Ant-Man is just such a great action comedy. And as a character, I just like Ant-Man a lot. He's so, yeah, he, he knows how to lighten up the situation. And he doesn't even know what he's doing. And he's got cool yet. powers. Basically. That, that would he be does. pretty cool just to. I'm giant now. And then I'm small now. I, ru- I ruined the moment, didn't I? <laughs> yes. I ru- I'll I'm going to go make some tea. Yes. <laughs> so, and now I will say, I'm not the biggest fan of Ant Man and the Wasp. I, that wasn't the perfect sequel. Yeah. It didn't live up to the first. I'm hoping Quantumania with Kang the Conqueror in it. Holla. I can't wait. I hope that gets it's so much better because I love the idea of putting Kang in there. So. Yes, Ant-Man is me and Adam's favorite. I know that there are many other amazing films. Like, we got Captain America Civil War, the film where they faced each other, good guy versus good guy. Team Captain America versus Team Iron Man. Team Cap all the way. Oh, you know it. You got Black Panther, which was, like, one of the most acclaimed of them all. And now Shang-Chi is now said to be also one of the most acclaimed as well. So, that's pretty phenomenal. And, yeah. And I know I'm going to start a start a war among our, our loyal listeners here, but let's all be honest with ourselves. Even if you don't agree, you have to recognize it's the truth. Captain Marvel was a good movie. It really was. And I know a lot of people on just the internet that say it wasn't good. I don't like that. I enjoyed it. It was Captain so Marvel. good. I, in fact, I it caught was top funny. three. I liked her character, money plot twist. Yeah. I mean, it, it, was, a, it was a good it made The good guys are actually the bad guys, and the bad guys are the good guys. Yep. And it takes place in the 90s. Well, yeah. Paxton, yeah, so that might not. Actually, <laughs> Do we love that decade? That, that might I don't that, know. That, that might not actually be the case because in the comics they were actually bad guys. The Kree were, and that uh, which one? No, was it? Scrolls, the green guys. Scroll. Yeah, I'm pretty sure both the, the both guys. of them were the good bad guys, and like both of them yeah. are bad guys. I've heard that. Yeah, there's good scroll and bad scrolls. What what Jim said. Mm. Like both of them are bad in their own way, but mostly the scroll are like the shapeshifters are really bad. Because some that, of them are. Marvel's gonna go all in with the scrolls. No, yeah, most of them are like really bad. Which Talos wasn't. 
He seems yeah, to be. Tyler no, no, most like, 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 they're a whole evil. Some of them. They're species. No, this is a, a, you've a just seen the MCU. Thing. That's all you know about. I know. So basically. So how would you know about it? I mean, I'm just guessing. That's exactly. I have like whole freaking. So anyways, but will they make the scrolls bad in the? They MCU? might. That's but, the. That's, but I like have. You know what I'm saying? I, I know a whole lot more than you do. I'm saying. That's right. But hey, they might change it for the MCU. That's I know, but I'm just saying. So gotta go with the guy who has more knowledge. That's true. So basically, I'm just messing with you guys. Anyways, so yeah, let's think about now favorite characters. Who's y'all's favorite character from the MCU? Going once. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. Mine's probably Ant Man as well. I still, love the movie. still Ant Man. Ant Man fanboy over here. Yes, I love Scott Lang, Paul Rudd. Amazing job as Ant Man. Really cool. I mean, then we also got Iron Man, Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. He is such a great character. Very, excuse me. Very well done. I'm be honest. Well I, was, I was. Robert Downey Jr. is the most skilled of all of the actors in the MCU. I'm be honest. As, I was like as far as his interpretation of the character in the. Not, that's not to say he's the best actor in the whole MCU, but he's the, he does the best job acting his character than any other character in the MCU. Sweet. He nails nails Tony Stark to a T, and so he steals the show in every scene. So what about best hero in the in MCU? Captain America. Yeah. Captain America, okay, so the first Avenger was my first MCU film that I ever saw. So... I was emotionally connected to Cap you know from it. the beginning. You know it. So, he's also just like the best person. He has a good moral system. He's God's like, righteous man. Yeah, as Ultron said. But, but first, for me, for my favorite um, character, character would be um, probably like first it goes Ant Man. Like I like the hilarious one. So and then it goes Loki just for that for just for the dumb scenes where the where they're, where they're doing dumb crap and they're just like like that one scene where he, where he just transforms into Captain America. He goes. Righteousness and all that, you know what I'm talking about? And, yeah, definitely. And those dumb scenes and, like, you know what I mean? Just when he's doing dumb crap. I tell you, right. a, a character that grew on me, especially because of Endgame, and this is a character that at first I would never have dreamed I would have liked so much in the MCU, but they turned Nebula into a great character yeah, Nebula. by the end of the MCU or Nebula. the end of the Infinity Saga. Yeah. They turned her into a very good character. She was. She became a really good character in Endgame. So. Also, for best hero, yeah, Captain America, I mean, I think he is probably one of the best yes. heroes. In if you there. go back and watch his trilogy of films, First Avenger, Winter Soldier, and Civil War, his character goes through That's so much in 95 years. Yes. <laughs> and yes. It's, uh, it's just, it's incredible. Well, I really he lived more than... It was about 95 years. Yeah, that's true, but he lived longer considering he's like... Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, that was in the then, Winter Soldier I, I, when yeah. he said I'm 95. I'm yeah, and then there. he went back in time and yeah. lived another probably 60 years. Yeah, and you know, you know, he's I'm seen just, some years, man. <laughs> man he's, like, he's like, he's like, I've seen some crap. So in Endgame, in, in it ends with him probably <laughs> in an iceberg. In Endgame, it ends with him probably like 150. Then, dang. So one thing cool about Captain America and Iron Man. I love that me and Garrett have a friend that's like so big into Marvel, and the way he described it is Iron Man became a more like loving person as it goes on. He became less to, less of a selfish. Yeah. While Captain America's kind of the opposite. He began kind of with this heart that said, I just want to help others. I don't want to think about myself any. To at the end, his final sacrifice was for what he gets out of it. 
You can talk. We can talk all we want about him being of it being a good or bad decision, but it kind of he did it because he he deserved it in some way. To be fair, they both kind of he fought long enough. They both needed a. Be fair, they both needed to even it out. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So and then you've got you know by end game they gave Black Widow a great character arc. She did. I mean they gave Thor a very almost depressing character uh, arc, but Thor. they they executed ooh, it ooh, well. Ooh, 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 Thor. Chubster. Yeah, Chubster. Beer belly Thor. Notice I'm just saying this so, so if Judd ever watches it, he'll be like, why Adam, why? <laughs> so Thor, his character, notice he really hasn't had a conclusion yet. Right. Ragnarok, even though in mythology, you know, Ragnarok's supposed to be the end of the Norse gods, Thor, Which, it I, just ends in I think in the way depression. they kind of pulled that was it ended Asgard. Right. And then... Which that was how they played it. And they then it was the Infinity War and Endgame happened, and he doesn't still get a good conclusion for himself. So I wonder if Thor Love and Thunder or Thor 5 or whatever, if they ever make Thor 5, would be like, I wonder what his end I think Thor Love be. and Thunder will be the end of it. Imagine if they killed him off. Probably no, no, they won't. I don't want him to kill him off. Come on now. How else would you end his story? Well, if Jane Foster is going to become the new Thor, that's what I'm saying. Then, yeah. then the Thor Hemsworth is going to either become a different character, or yeah, he, he literally became Odin, like or some or like something. He'll in the probably comics. become a different character. They'll, like, yeah, they'll yeah. probably not even refer to him as quote unquote. Thor. I think Thor. they called him like something like Thor. He may just hang out with the Guardians from now on out and know. just you know. They might have called bump, him both heads with Star Lord. Thor. They either called him Could Odin be. or All Father. What did they call? What was the other name for Odin's All Father? Yeah. So they was. But I now Odin's dead. So. So that's what they called him in the comics right. after like he stopped being Thor. Okay, All Father. Cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think that. Yeah, I was right. So, what about? And this isn't a, a duh question. Best villain of the MCU. Uh, let me think Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. Without Thanos. I mean, so first let's just park on Thanos. Let's just say without Thanos. I mean, that's so obvious. We got to park on Thanos just for a second, though. We do. Man, this villain, even just, he goes beyond super villains. He's just one of the best villains in all cinema. And partly, same reason that Davy Jones was cool is because he got two films. Yep. Yeah. You got to see him in. And his motives make you actually question and be like, what yes. the heck? I mean, he's, he's no, saying he's doing... What, well, what I'm saying is is that his motives, he has his reasoning behind it. It's still wrong. No, it's it's completely wrong, Paxton. I know that. But I'm just saying I mean, that he's like, as a villain... All he had to do was snap his fingers and double the resources. Yes! Not... Uh, okay, let me think. He could have done. He could have cut like, out made half the population, or just double the resources. He could have just been like, "Oh, I made myself immortal. I made myself immune to the Infinity Stone." First, he made himself immune to the Infinity Stone, so he's like, "Boom! I made myself immortal, so I can do it again." So basically, boom! I can do it. Boom! I made double the resources, and then so, so he could do it at any time throughout time. So basically, like, uh, disclaimer: I'm not actually saying that I endorse Thanos, but what I'm saying is, is that he didn't view himself as a villain. Is, I guess the best way for me to put it. He, Which, he according, according to some sources, is we know than you how are the comics portray Thanos. Right. And the comics make you hate Thanos, like you hate Ooh. his guts. But the movie makes you understand him in some ways. Right, that's like, a better he, way it to turn, describe it. It turns him into a more complex villain because yes. you get to see what his mo- his true motives is other than just destroying. He, he's not killing half the population just because... He can. Just because it portrays him as a cold-hearted... He's doing it because he thinks he's giving life to everything. Right. To restart everything. He, he thinks that his motives are Which pure, is still so. evil because of 
better ways. Basically, with Thanos also, one thing that makes him such a complex villain is his relationship with Gamora, his quote-unquote daughter. Like, that makes you, because you see, he has, he has a heart for her, he cares for her, but yet he's still in a twisted, terrible. evil way. That and it's just terrible. I'm sorry, crazy. little one. It just shows just how complex of a villain he is, and I, I like that about him. He's such a complex villain. But other than Thanos, they're all just kind of flat overall. I mean, let's think back to some. Let, let, let's let's okay. take a stroll through down memory lane. For flat a villains from Marvel. Let me think. Um, uh, yellow jacket. Yeah, so flat. <laughs> so flat. Abomination. Abomination. Flat. Dare I say it? Red Skull. Red Skull. Oh, oh, the flattest of them all. The Dark Elf leader. No way at all. Just <laughs> not him. Is there any way to that character? It's been so long since I've seen that film. The before. only way to Malekith Hashtag is the opening of the movie because Anthony Hopkins narrates his rise to but, power. That's the only way It makes his rise to power. Has. It seems like before there was light, there was darkness. And it's like, well, if this guy is that, all that, why isn't he in other films? If he's, right. a, if he's like yeah. the original evils, what they almost may imply, but he's not. It's like, you're not the he was like one film. Right before that, it's like, you know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah, and uh, another one is, I, I mean, literally, think about the Iron Man villains. Yeah, I know. They are so forgettable now, man, because. You haven't seen Iron Man 3 yet. Right. Watch I that. haven't seen Mandarin yet. But, sure. I mean, I mean the I Iron Man 2 villain. Iron Man 2 villain. Iron Man 1 villain was great because Jeff it was Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Yes. But, you know. So, I mean, you know, you, you got villains that but some then, of them were just... And then you got Ultron. Oh, Ultron was, was not... A good villain. Ultron was at least a bump. Yeah, he was a good a good bump that the MCU needed. Um, James Spader, we love you, man. Great job. There are no strings on me. So, but then you also have one of the greatest villains in the MCU just because of how long he's been there and how complex he is, and that's Loki. Yep. I mean, Loki, his... Yeah, Loki is probably my favorite I know, villain. he's such a good villain. And also, one of my favorite things is he gets redeemed at the end. You know, yeah, he's, he's probably, probably, he's probably my, both my favorite hero, hero and my villain. He's kind yeah. of both. He's also just so charming, you know? <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, he... The two he, best villains in the MCU are the two, arguably three best villains in the MCU, are the three that have the best performances. Who? Josh Brolin as Thanos was breathtaking. Oh, yes. Doesn't get enough credit because he's CGI'd. But that's that's Josh Brolin acting and voicing Thanos the whole time. And Tom Hiddleston for right. Loki. Cable. Cable is not in the MCU. That's Cable's his Deadpool. Deadpool role. He's hanging out with our boy Ryan. <laughs> exactly. In a family movie. In a family movie. <laughs> yes, Deadpool 2 is a family movie. Deadpool 2 is a family movie. Oh, look, that guy's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I tell you, just, villain. Well, you know what we need to we need to see what we need to see. Um, just, just we need to see Once like upon a Deadpool. No, we need to see. Uh, they need to do something where they where they have like Ryan Reynolds in a commercial with with uh, just dressed up as Deadpool, and they and they, and they have Vin Diesel come up to him and say, <laughs> "You know Deadpool I'm going." He's a family film. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's like. <laughs> Bones, they miss Bones. Yes, you know what I'm going. You knew where I was going with this, oh, right? Yeah. You need to do something with that. One villain that I really appreciate in the MCU, looking back, <laughs> is Killmonger the Black Panther. Oh, yeah, he, he was really a good. deep and very just like well Thanos, executed villain. Just like Thanos, he also had points that like made him so complex. Yeah, in that it's just crazy. And it was a strong performance by Michael right. Jordan. Very strong performances. 
as Killmonger. Which I don't endorse Killmonger either. I'm not saying that. I'm just sure. saying it's complex. We so. know where you, we we know that you're like yeah, because I totally endorse supervillains. Yeah, <laughs> all the worst supervillains are the best. I, I like so good. Paxton is secretly a, secretly a real life supervillain. <gasps> he's trying to take over the world because he's a he, he he literally has all these followers because he's a podcaster and he's, he's I have all these folders. Followers. Oh, followers. And he's trying to take over the world with them because he's on the podcast. A- another forgettable villain. This is a very dumb joke. Is, is, is I mean. So dumb. You forgot his name. I, I, I just draw a blank there. Um, he's forgettable. Uh, what's his name? Which one? Which movie? Which movie? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Ego. Dormammu. Dormammu. Which he, yeah. I've come to bargain. <laughs> it's like he's a, he's multiverse, so you might add him in the. But yes, you you are right. Ego, Ego he, and he Guardians does, of the Galaxy too. He does he does reside in a different dimension. That's so true. He mm. might that might play into the multiverse. That's true. Now the Fair real enough. forgettable movie of Doctor Strange was the actor who played General Krennic. His character. Yeah. Kind of like. Yes. Eh, I, I I forgot about him for like I haven't thought about him in weeks. And then, Ego, I think the biggest thing about Ego is the lore. Because he's a celestial, and that's going to be big in Eternals. Those are, like, high up there in the hierarchy of most powerful people. What beings. if that has something to do with Ego's... What if they have some... What if Kurt Russ, Russell. What if Kurt, he, Kurt Russell. What if Kurt he, Russell's in Eternals. Think of that. Yes, what if... What if, what if because be what cool. if he survives somehow or something? Ooh. Because mm, maybe, be maybe, like, he, you know... So, is the spirit... So, is Kurt Russell then one of the creators of the universe in the MCU? Like, did Ego help create the universe? I believe so. Wow. Yeah, because he, he pretty much explained all that. To then he wanted to re- revamp it. He yeah. wanted to restart it. Isn't it funny how, like, every movie has, like, a world-threatening or universe-threatening event? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So. It really is. Now, for our final part of the MCU. Oh, but we can't forget oh. one of our favorite villains. Then this is not to say he's one of the best, but this is one of our favorites. Tell me. Ronan. Yes, Ronan. <laughs> I love him. We forget about Ronan. Ronan the and the teaser. dance off to save you. Yes. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just driving <laughs> you, you big turd boss. <laughs> That's so great. That, and then Adam stands up and starts dancing. That is so great. Yes, right. see, but he was forgettable, so we didn't talk about him. Right. So but we, did, we needed to mention him because he's, he's the best. So. Sometimes it's, we it's, love it's, that villain. Sometimes it's yes. just like to imagine, like, Ronan just starts dancing, too, and he's like, yeah, we're going to. That should be a what if episode. What if Ronan started dancing with Peter Quill? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they become bros. Yes. And then they just go. And then they just go. Yes, they slap hands. So, yeah, you didn't go. just to show you the sheer quantity of the MCU, I'm going to read off every movie that's come out in the MCU. Oh. We've begun with Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, then Iron Man 2, then Thor, then Captain America First Avenger, then Marvel's The Avengers. That's like the only one they call Marvel's The Avengers. You want me to, you want me to do a few while you catch your breath? <gasps> yeah. Iron Man 3, Thor The Dark World, Captain America The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Age of Ultron, and Ant-Man. I, Captain Man. I was going to say, please let me read Ant-Man. You want to say a few so I can catch my breath? Over. Fine. <laughs> really top. Um, Start with that. Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok. Okay, I'll stop there. Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man the Wasp, Captain Marvel. Avengers, Avengers Endgame. Endgame. Spider-Man Far From Home. Then Black Widow and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And then, so basically, that's all we've had so far come out. And what I love is that Phase 3 ended with Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home. So let's talk about the future of the MCU. 
One thing that they're going at with phase four, which is the current phase they're in, is it's all about post Endgame. Endgame was such a big and finale I, wait, that it, basically then shouldn't they have started it with um, Far From Home? Yeah, shouldn't they have started it with? For some reason, they didn't. Far From Home was sort of like kind of like uh, the epilogue. It was prologue. almost like a tie-off. Yeah, well, loose ends, kind I guess of. it is like an epilogue. So yeah. Avengers Endgame played such a big role because it was about half the universe leaving and coming back that. Every project that's happened so far, just about, I haven't seen Black Widow yet, has been about what, because of Endgame. Like, because of Endgame, WandaVision happens. Because of Endgame, Captain, Captain Falcon, no, Falcon and the Winter Soldier happens. Because of Endgame, Loki happens. Because of Endgame, Shang-Chi, stuff in Shang-Chi happens. Like, it's such a big role. So, all these things are about post-Endgame. So, what do y'all think about the future of the MCU? And where y'all want to see it going? We all know multiverse is coming. Because Loki was big on multiverse, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness, Spider-Man No Way Home. Thank you for mentioning No Way Home because I would have... Like, what do y'all think about this multiverse that. being the big new thing? After there there is, like, one Stones. character I have to see in, if, they, if they had multiverse. Who? Bully Maguire? Well, that and Spider-Man 2099. Oh, yes. Yeah. I would love That'd it. That'd be pretty sick. Just imagine seeing a futuristic Spider-Man in the, in the MCU. That would be great. So, they're doing multiverse. We all know that because it's already happened. Loki was big on multiverse. WandaVision flirted with some ideas that might Action. be multiverse. What? You're ruining it for Garrett. Well, no, no, he knows the multiverse. That multiverse yeah, multiverse is coming. Is coming. I mean, it, yeah. it's, no, it's no secret. Now, the and, interesting... Well, he doesn't know that that was like... Well, shh. <laughs> so... <laughs> you already ruined it for him. No, I did You said it's big and... Well, so basically... Uh, there's also What If. It's so cool. What If's animated, but still just as much canon as yeah, everything that, else. Didn't they say um, in, the, in the thing, like, they, they kind of tied it to um, No Way Home? I don't I don't know for sure. It seems like they kind of tied it to No Way Home. and that, I think I saw a clip, and I was like, that might be tying it to No Way Home. They might. So, yeah, they're doing a lot of... Like, what if is all about different uh, certain know. universes in the multiverse. So we know multiverse is I'm coming. I'm wondering if this is going to be like a separate multiverse, separate from the main multiverse. That'd be like I really cool if they did that. And this would be like the MCU multiverse. Multiverse is just such a crazy big topic that we'll probably talk more about as we, in season two, if we love that podcast. Uh, so basically, yeah, they're doing multiverse. And me and Gary, and I think also Adam's big hope is... Secret Wars. That should totally be what they're building up to next after Endgame. That's and a MCU's big... In a, yes. MCU's in a tough spot because Endgame was done so well. How are you going to live up to it? Like, and how, well, how, how are you going to live up to it, but also... How, how are you going to bring you, the characters back, too, to do it? Yeah. That's and how, how are you going to connect with your market that you've been appealing to for the last 20, that, 25 that would, years? That would, like, ruin, like, everything or they 15 did. 15 years. 15 years. I feel like that would ruin, like... Kind of some of the stuff they did in Endgame. Yeah, they made they're just in a tough spot because they've got new heroes to introduce. That's right. They've got that they, they've somehow have to corral everything back from Endgame's fallout and deliver what they would probably hope to be Get another Endgame. Yeah, I put that even in better quote unquote. Yeah, do, do another uh, like the Infinity Saga was phases one through four, one through three. Yeah, maybe. Phases four through six can be another saga, saga. Ooh, focused yeah. on multiverse and you know bringing us Bully Maguire could, and bringing us you know might, Andrew Garfield as Spider Man and that please, might be a good know. possibility actually because you know what I'm saying yeah. that actually might be a good possibility. So basically, Garrett, what 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 is your biggest hope for the future of the MCU? What would you love to see the most? Um, 
I want it to not feel cheapened as time goes on. Yeah, I would, that's much, my thing. Much like the Pirates of the Caribbean saga. It I, has gone on so long. I think I know what you're that, saying. That, that went on so long to where it lost its steam. I don't want the MCU to do, go down the same yes, route. Because don't. Endgame was so good and the Infinity Saga was so good. I don't want them to just keep milking this cash cow until eventually it kind just of like, dies off and becomes a... Yeah, it's kind of like you add too much, and it's like, oh yeah, you have to it's know getting worse as it goes to, on. To be a great right. creative, at the right time. To be a great creative of an of a cinematic universe, a saga, a trilogy, what have you, you have to have an end in that's sight good. that's good, and that will bring closure because that's how you make something that's yes. timeless. I will say the Infinity Saga kind is like, timeless. Right, it, it's gonna last. Endgame was so big, such an event, it's gonna last. Will the MCU after Endgame? So last. I'll be honest. We'll be people call Endgame like just such a great finale, and it is. But I think they could one it up and talk about for the as the, for the complete multiple. No, they couldn't. I think they could, because Secret Wars. Oh, you do. It's so like I've been reading. I've been looking into some of the comic books that lead up to Secret Wars. I haven't gotten to Secret Wars yet, but the comic books that lead up to it is so apocalyptic, and I think they could go all out That's just so apocalyptic. And I, so this is just me, but I think if I think if they really tried, they could one up in game and make Facts it. Absolutely, like on a they could. And and if history has told us anything, it's that you do not underestimate Marvel. That's true. They, so many people had their their thoughts about Marvel. Oh dear, it's not going to work. It's what are they going to do now? You know, they 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 the odds are stacked up against them, but. Don't bet against Marvel because they did the impossible and surpassed Avatar. So they did, and then Avatar surpassed them again by going back to theaters. Yeah. James Cameron's ego, but whatever. Can so, you? <laughs> oh wait, go ahead. Yeah. Can you believe that the actor actress who plays Gamora is in both Avatar and Endgame, the two highest grossing films ever? Lucky. She. She probably doesn't have to work another day in her life. Well, not <laughs> do really. But yeah. They will. They have pretty expensive houses, so they probably. Yeah. Multi-million dollar houses. Some of them maybe even billion dollar houses. You can get a billion dollar house? Yeah. I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, girl. Yes, sir. Good so. I mean, these people have, you know, million, multiple, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of net worth, and then they have cars to pay for. And, and net worth means internet worth. How popular on social yeah, media, Yeah, kids right? to spoil, no, grandkids to spoil. They're, they're going to keep acting. Not, so, not because they have to, just because they want to. Adam, what's your biggest kind of hope and look forward to in the MCU? Kind of the same as Garrett. I was trying to get my one prize. Well, Garrett was trying to get his. Mine's kind of the same as Garrett's because I was like, might as well get mine across while Garrett's getting his across because I think me and Garrett kind of have the same view on this. Yeah. For me, I want to see this mythology expand. I want to know more about the lore and the universal history. Like, how did the MCU begin? Like, who were, who is the hierarchy of greatest beings in the MCU? I'm looking forward to seeing that and just Jackson. the lore explained. I'm also, for me, my biggest want is the multiverse. I want to see the multiverse done right and done epically. Just read the dumb comics, Paxton. True, but it's and all the fan service Paxton, that multiverse said, can bring us. Paxton, just I know. read the dumb comics. Because multiverse, if they really wanted to, multiverse could even lead to DC versus Marvel. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that, there's no limits to where they could go with multiverse. So. <laughs> comics. I mean, I so they could bring back it. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yes. Out loud. They could bring in our boy Ryan as okay, Deadpool. Can, well, they are. You can't Deadpool do that with comics. <laughs> yeah, you MCU? Can, yeah. Deadpool 3 is the MCU film. 
Marvel Studios' his first R-rated film. Dang. So no, speaking, not the first. Marvel oh, Studios. Third one. Deadpool three is going to be there first because Marvel Studios is going to make Deadpool three instead of. That's huh? cray cray. I know. So that'll be a big release. Oh, you know it. It'll be very big. Wait, so, making the third one? Yep. Deadpool three comes out oh, eventually, yes. and it's going to be Ryan Reynolds, and it's still going to be it's going to be MCU. So he's going to jump. I know what universes. I have to do now. So multiverse is confirmed. Oh yeah, and multiverse is going to get even better. <laughs> you know what, Pax, we're, what? We're, we're gonna, You know what we have to do. What do we have to do? I'll tell you. Okay. Dang. Thor Love and Thunder is in post-production. I know. Hey, it comes out in like a few months. Dang. So Our boy our boy YTD is. Yeah. I know so, what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. So basically, now let's just talk about these upcoming films. Because Marvel has released like, what, 24, 25, 26 films. They're making so many more. And TV shows. They're going all out TV shows on Disney+. Plus. They tried making Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and other shows. But now they're making shows that have much more like matter to the overarching universe. They did WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, and What If. But they're doing so many other films as well. And I'm just going to read off a little bit of those films. I mean, we got Eternals coming out this November. True. Spider-Man No Way Home, which better have all three Spider-Men in it. Oh, it better. <laughs> Doctor Strange. And they better be pointing at each other. Yep. Yes. Yep. And they, yep. And they better be, and they, bonus points if you add that one cop in that, in J. Jordan James. <laughs> yes. And that one cop says, there can't be two, three Spider-Men. Yes, and then J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Yes. We got Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which I'm so hoping will be big on Multiverse. <laughs> then we got Thor, Love, and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, which is Captain Marvel 2, <laughs> Ant-Man, The Wasp, Mania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Fantastic Four, which I think will be the greatest rendition of Fantastic Four, because the other three they made, I don't think, did as much justice. Four. Then you got Blade. We count that one. We got Fantastic Four is still in development, though. Right. So. We There's got four of them, but that, do we really count that you're one? You're right. We don't count the one from the 90s. We got no, uh, Blade. No, we don't count the most recent. So they had one made in the 90s. They had. Then, they, then there's five. No, they only Did made. Do count those, though? They only there's made only two. There's only three. There's only. There's the one from 2000, early 2000s. Huh? Then Rise of Silver Surfer. Then the one from 2015, which we don't talk about. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I miscounted. Yeah. So we have Blade, we have Deadpool 3, uh, oh yeah, Captain America 4, Falcon and the Winter Soldier built up to it. Then, of course, mutant films coming out. Yeah. And many other TV shows, which well, I don't even know where to look for them. Have you seen Captain America and the Winter Soldier? Not yet. Or no, I mean... Falcon. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's so confusing. I hate these. <laughs> so... Why does it have to sound so similar? There is so much coming out, and I just... I won't say it's going to get better because you can't. It, it will be hard to be in game, but I do have some hope that it will be thrilling and in some ways fun. I think more money. Yes, and hungry. Oh no, yeah, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Pax, Pax. he's he's rolling in the dough at this point. <laughs> you know should we talk about that text you sent me? <laughs> should we? I saw the text. No, I mean like. <laughs> So, it's kind of dumb. I mean, I was laughing. You were joking. And it, I don't know. Money Hungry Mickey is right. Yes. Yes. So, basically, yeah. <laughs> so, MCU has so much looking forward to in the future. As a person that doesn't know the comics too well, I'm looking forward to a lot of this for the first time experience. Like, Shang-Chi, I've never read the comics. So, when I saw the movie, I was like, what? 
And so is with so many other films coming out. I am very much looking forward to what's happening next. So before we sign off, we just got to talk about that season one is coming to an end. We are so glad all of you were able to join us for season one. Stay tuned for news about season two. I know what you're thinking. No, it's going to be so sad. We're going to go so long. The drought of We Love That Podcast. Think about it. There'll be a drought. Yeah. Of no new episodes of We Love That Podcast. Don't worry. For two weeks. The wow. world will shift into darkness. The world shifts into darkness. For two weeks. Oh. So, what will you do with your lives without We Love That Podcast? Garrett, study up. And if we love that podcast. If, if, if I were our loyal listeners, I would. But you aren't because you barely listen I'm to I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I admit that I am not a loyal listener. But if I were such, yeah, I would stay home and, you know, go see some films that are coming out this Christmas. I mean, you got, assuming, well, assuming season two starts next February. Oh, no. Season two is going to start a lot sooner. Okay. Well, then. Season two. You know, go go see Free Guy. Go see, you know, go see some movies in theaters. Go enjoy yourself. Take a break from listening to us. Um, formulate your own your own opinions. But most importantly, study up on your lore. Ooh. Because I have a feeling it's going to be necessary to at least get some exposure to some get the lore. Pretty we big, love that podcast. Too. Some some big lore news. Uh, coming in the future from us, perhaps. Does We Love That Podcast have its own get, lore? Get the lore of We Love That Podcast about Garrett being useless and um, something about Garrett time being, travel adventures. Something about Garrett being useless and time travel adventures and a whole bunch of stuff about Garrett doing crap. Female and, Garrett. And me punching Paxton. And, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Garrett? And, and something Garrett. about Garrett being a female. and <laughs> Female Garrett. Variant. No, variant. <laughs> That's a better way to put it. That, that's not, that came out wrong. It came out very different. <laughs> yes, it did. Well, but yeah, I would I would study up yeah, on study up on your on, lore on your lures of, of various fandoms because it just just might come in handy. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Yes. Well, thank you so much for listening to this wonderful episode. We love that podcast. Thank you for listening to this very awesome season. Yes, of we love that podcast. We, we appreciate y'all. Such an honor. My name is Paxton Pritchett. We got Adam Heldenbrand and Garrett Burke. We do. So yeah, like us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Share share with us what you love. Yeah, share with us what you loved and, about you know, the show. We might and what have you a new topic general. on the show. Who knows? We might. So yeah, we will see you for our next season. Until then, we'll see you next time.